Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 185 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The Law of Attraction and are you making space for your manifestations? When you, a lot of, this idea of making space, it's something you hear about a lot with like personal growth and like LOA in particular, this idea of like, are you making space in your life to receive certain things? And what that means, what that means exactly, it can mean a lot of different things in your own life. Like if you can assess thinking about the changes you want to make, the things you want to let in and like what's going on in your life now, intuitively, again, as long as you can honestly assess your habits, behaviors and all that stuff and and what's going on in your life and and how you're conducting yourself, you'll know in your own life what that means for you personally and, and where you might be not making that space and what you could do to make that space. One of the biggest, like, I think the most common meanings of that is as far as where you're directing your energy, your attention, where you're investing in your life now, time-wise, emotionally, how does that line up with what you're looking to receive? Is where you're putting all of that attention, energy, emotional investment now, is that conducive to letting these things in or it might be hindering it in some way? Because if life is all about energy and, and attention and how we're focusing, obviously how we're doing all that now will affect what we are opening ourselves up to receive, whether we're in that kind of the flow of the manifesting process or we're kind of taking ourselves out of it and are creating you know, various barriers to seeing these changes in our life. Uh, uh, relationships are probably a really good example of this. People say they want a relationship, right? That's probably like the, one of the top two manifestations along with money. And it's something we really want. We put a lot of attention on it. We try to raise our vibe around love, affirm, blah, blah, map out our dream person, blah, 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 right? All of this stuff. And we consciously are like, okay, this is something I really want. But then if we were to think about this idea of making space in the context of, Where are we putting our energy now? Where are we emotionally investing now? Where are we putting our focus? All that stuff, right? A lot of us might see that we're really not creating space for it and we can't let it in. And again, I'm using relationships as an example specifically, but obviously I'm sure you can kind of take this to to whatever you're, you know, whatever it is and apply it, right? So what are the different ways in this example that you wouldn't be making the space for it? Let's say you have an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, and you parted on amicable terms. You're still really good friends. You talk a lot. You might not necessarily consciously at least be interested in this person. You're not trying to get back together with them. But again, you maintain close contact. You talk a lot. You're right. There's a lot of investment in that relationship still, even though the nature of it has changed. So you say you want a new relationship, you want to meet a new person, but being in such close contact with your ex might not be facilitating that. It might not allow it to happen because you have a lot of energy and emotional investment and attention and focus on this person that was in your past, someone that was an old relationship. And again, even though it's amicable and you're not trying to get back together with them and that's not your intention possibly, that energetically can be creating a little bit of a cross currents there. You are seeing somebody casually, which is fine, right? No big deal. You might think, oh, yeah, some casual encounters, some fun, some dating on, you know, while I'm looking for this more serious relationship. That in and of itself isn't the problem. Um, it's always like the nature of the 
the relationships, what's driving the decision, what's making us do these things, not the actual thing we're doing, right? So for a lot of us, these casual encounters, though, they might be hindering the arrival of the real relationship because maybe this casual encounter, you're not really, you don't really click with this person. You're seeing them because you're bored or you're lonely or they express a lot of interest in you and it gives your self-esteem a boost. Um, it's easy sex uh, or whatever, right? So this real relationship you're looking for, it can't show up because you're emotionally investing, you're focusing, you're giving your time, energy, and emotional investment to this person that ultimately you know really isn't a good match. You're not really getting much out of the interaction. Again, it's someone to talk to because you're bored, might give your self-esteem a boost, thinking you know, there is someone that's interested in you romantically, sexually, they're attracted to you, whatever it is. And you're kind of wasting your time on this encounter that you're really not getting anything out of. You know it's not going to go anywhere. You know this is the type of person you probably wouldn't date. And again, in and of itself, casual sex, casual encounters, friends with benefits, whatever you want to call it, in and of itself, not a problem. But for the person that's really serious about making space for the relationship and their motivation for having this person in their life is one of those sorts of things. And they're really not getting much out of this connection generally. It's not someone that's like, you know, you have interesting conversation with or you're learning something from them or or there's you're really not getting any value out of it. Then again, that could be in, you're not making space for the relationship by giving your attention to this relationship that's not going anywhere that you're not really engaging in for any useful, beneficial purpose, right? Or again, the relationship, again, again, it's a really good example of, of not making space. Uh, your life is very busy and hectic and chaotic. And that's right. A lot of people, we have shit to do, stuff going on, but... There might not be space there because their energy, our focus, attention is in all these other places and just, and it doesn't mean that you're not focusing on manifesting the relationship enough. That's not what I mean by that in this example, like, well, you're not thinking about it enough. You're not devoting enough time to manifesting it and raising your vibe around it because your life is too busy and you, you have too much stuff going on, but it's about uh, the way my life is right now, there's really no space for a person to come in. I really wouldn't have the energy or time to devote to like a really good, healthy relationship, like manifesting a true partner, the state of my life now, like a real, a good relationship where I can devote time to this person and devote the energy and focus I need to, to the uh, good relationship and, and what's required of that. I couldn't really do that right now. So what can I change in my life that I can make that in this case, it's like kind of literal space because you have so much going on like you don't have room for this person in your life how do you make that room and your mind will want to tell you that it's not possible because your mind loves all of its shitty beliefs and it loves you know congratulating yourself on how busy and hectic your life is and how everything you know what I'm saying so your mind will want to tell you that it's not possible but it is possible what changes can you make to create space for these things and like I said I just use relationships as a very specific example but like the general ideas behind these examples you could apply it to whatever it is you're trying to manifest in your life whether it's something specific or just more general experiences, a general sort of a shift in your lifestyle, a general sort of change in, in how you're moving through the world, in what ways are you not creating that space for it? 
And like I said before, what that means exactly, that could be, it can mean a lot of different things, but the the most common meaning really, it's like what I said before, it's like how we're focusing our energy and attention now, what we're investing in emotionally now, uh, how is that, where is that helping? Are we doing it in ways that are going to nurture and support these things showing up? Or are we doing, or are we putting our attention and emotional energy and investment and things that would preclude these things from happening that we're, we're not creating that space. We're kind of keeping, uh, what we're doing now is we're not creating that opening. We're not in the flow of the process. We've taken ourselves out of it. And if we're out of the flow of that, that, of that process of manifesting, then obviously these things can't really show up because energetically we haven't created those openings that it's closed off, right? We've put up this barrier, this obstacle to it. And for a lot of us, again, creating this space, it will probably involve making uncomfortable decisions. Like going back to the example with like not talking to your ex, your mind would think, well, there's no reason to do that. We get along well. It's not like we hate each other. Um, aren't you supposed to, you're supposed to be friends with people. That's what, that's how it's right. That's a good thing. And, you know, keeping people in your life, but for now you might need to at least maybe not cut off contact completely, but maybe you can't talk to this person as much. You know, this, this is an example of a decision in life where, um, it's challenging because in a lot of decisions, when something is so terrible or so bad for us, it's like, okay, I know I have to stop doing that. And there's no doubt. There's no question. Um, there's no, uh, you don't have to reason with it. It's so obvious it needs to be done. And it's just like, okay, I just do it. But some of these decisions we have to make, they're not that simple. And this is one of an example of that. Sometimes these choices are um, there. It's hard. It's like a when an example, right, again, relationships is a good example of this. Sometimes we're in relationships where we know we need to end it, not because we're in an abusive relationship or you bring out the worst in each other or you hate each other or anything like that. It's just because you're not compatible and you're not a match and you may deeply love and respect this person and think they're a good person, right? But as a couple, you don't work together. So it's, again, it's harder to make these decisions because it's easier to second guess them and question them and be like, no, you know, because we're so used to extremes all the time and it's like well if something's not terrible horrible and intolerable then uh I don't I don't that doesn't make this uh choice might not make sense or it's like no that's not what you do in these circumstances you only cut things off or end things when it's really bad or this or that right and for a lot of us right a lot of our circumstances don't fall into that extreme end of the spectrum where it's like a no-brainer so again a lot of these choices they might not make sense to the mind they might not seem like something that you're supposed to do or you should do or whatever it is, right? But it's like, okay, I recognize, again, intuitively in your own life, you'll, as long as you can honestly assess what's happening and you can be honest about what's going on, you'll know if any of those sorts of choices are on the horizon for you. And here's the thing, just like any other hard choice in life, we have the option not to make it. You might tell yourself, no, that would be wrong to cut off contact with my ex. Like we're friends and to just not talk to him anymore. Like that's wrong. That's bad. And that will hurt him and this and that. But then it's like, okay, I can still do that. But if you recognize that that's something where you're not creating the space and that's one of the ways that you're not creating it. You have to accept the consequences of I might be closing myself off to these manifestations. All of these things I want so badly, I might continue to not be a match to them because I'm not energetically. I'm out of that flow energetically. I haven't opened myself up to receiving it. I'm doing things that I are knowingly closing me off to it. 
because it's too uncomfortable to make these changes. So again, you don't have to do any of these. You don't have to make any of these changes if you don't want to, but we have to accept the consequences of, of doing that and how that might interfere with these goals we've set for ourselves, how that might interfere with you know the nature of our energy and whether or not we're receptive to these changes or we're still, we're putting a, or we're keeping ourselves in an energy where we're kind of repelling them and not letting them in because again, there's no space for them to come in. We're not, we're just not opening ourselves up to it. So yeah, where in your life um, are you not creating this space? What can you do to create that space? What changes do you need to make? How can you open yourself up to this energy? Are there things you need to add to your life? To, to create this energy more consistently and have it be more uh, of a, a constant in your life so it can gain some momentum. So it can become an energy that's dominant, dominant enough to change your circumstances in some way, to, to facilitate outside change. What do you need to subtract from your life? Where can you open yourself up more to this different energy? Where are you putting, where are you investing emotionally in things that are not benefiting you in any way? like the casual relationship that you know is not going anywhere that is probably getting in the way of manifesting the real relationship that you say you're ready for and that you want or whatever the example is. So yeah, that's something to think about this idea of creating space. Again, what it means exactly is, is there's lots of different ways that this could apply. Uh, but for a lot of us, right, the main thing is going to be where am I directing my attention now? What am I emotionally investing in now? And is that could that possibly be hindering these manifestations? Am I taking myself out of the flow? Am I not, uh, am I closing my energy off somehow? Am I, is this somehow taking me out of an energy where um, I am receptive to these changes, receptive to these opportunities coming in that I want, receptive to these relationships, whether it's romantic relationship, new friendships and meeting more like, whatever it is, right? Where, where am I creating, is there space in that right now in my energy, in my life? And again, if it's not, what can I do about that? Some of these changes will probably be uncomfortable, like I said before, you're under no obligation to make them. Essentially, we can do whatever we want, but we have to accept the consequences. That's one of the hard things about this work is that the more knowledge you gain, the more aware you become of things, you become much more aware of kind of what, what in your life kind of isn't going right, what's kind of getting in the way of you know, these changes and, and energetically the roadblocks vibrationally, like uh, kind of what's within you and where it's coming from and the remedies. And now that you know all of this stuff, you know, you have a better sense of, you also get a better sense of how to fix these issues. And again, a lot of it's going to be uncomfortable. So we're faced with some tough choices. Whereas before you didn't know what the hell was going on. You didn't know why your life was the way it was. Everything seemed random and meaningless and just like just total chaos reigning supreme and like you having no control over it and just being at like the victim of at the mercy of other people's whims and all these outside circumstances and 
obviously that that sucked and it didn't feel good and it could whatever but um obviously this path is is challenging too comes with its own set of challenges because you are aware of all this stuff now and we are faced with these choices of of making hard choices sometimes and doing things that are uncomfortable things that probably didn't occur to us before because we didn't recognize the negative impact some of these things were having we didn't recognize certain things we needed to invite into our life and in order to to facilitate these inner transformations which which in turn will obviously affect our outside experience because the inner world is, is where it all starts, right? That's the level of cause. So creating space emotionally, energetically, again, sometimes literally physically creating space for things. That's, that's an important part of the manifesting process. This is a good example of like kind of theory versus reality of manifesting in the sense of when we think of manifesting, conscious creation, attraction, and all of this stuff, we think like the only thing we need to concern ourselves with is whether or not we actually believe that that's how it works and that's what influences our experience. That's what determines what shows up and what doesn't show up. And obviously that's a core thing we have to believe. If you don't believe that, then right, all bets are off. But on a human level, we see that there's all sorts of other things that affect our energy. On one hand, what our energy is, is kind of simple. But on another hand, you start to see it's kind of there's a, a complex kind of mix of things going on that will determine, you know, what's showing up and what's not showing up, uh, why certain things happen or, or whatever. And, you know, this is a good example of like, okay, I believe I do my affirmations, I do this, I do that, and all this, whatever, but then we got to think, this is one of those things to think of, of like, okay, have I actually created space for this thing to show up, or am I doing things that are kind of pinching off that space, the, that that opening in my energy that would let the boyfriend or whatever come in, is, have I kept that door open, or have I shut it somehow, blockaded it, blocked it off somehow, so yeah, that's it guys. I hope you enjoyed this and have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching services, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.